Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. You only live once or do you? That's the question today on this Freedom Friday, guys. YOLO. Uh, YOLO. <laughs> YOLO. Such a goofy term. It, well, I mean, I think uh, it's this new generation's version of carpe diem. What's carpe diem? I mean, I've heard okay, it, but see. what does it mean? Seize the day. Seize the day. Uh, okay, yeah. I yeah, did, so I it's the that. same kind of, Yeah. Eh, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. No. Nope. No. There is nothing new under the sun. No. Where did we find that? Uh, the Bible. Is that Ecclesiastes? Ecclesiastes. Yeah, Ecclesiastes is, uh, it's, it's vanity of vanities, all is vanity. There's nothing new under the sun. Man, ooh, he ain't wrong. I'll tell you what. He nailed it, didn't he? Yeah. It's Carl and Crew Mornings here, and a great interview Ali had with Big Daddy. <laughs> we just call him that. Big Daddy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's a lead singer, Big Daddy Wave. That's right. <laughs> Gone through some real trials, though. Yeah, right? yeah he really has. Oof. Yeah, Man. it was a great interview. I, don't, I hadn't even realized the extent of it. You know, yeah. His, I don't the think he advertised brother, Jay, that. Yeah, Jay Weaver, that was widely publicized, but... Other losses he bore privately. Mm-hmm. So the question is, are you living your best life now? Really? And if you could do anything, what would it be? Allie, you got a question for the Boom Crew, and we're going to get it fired off here this morning. Yeah, you know, when you think about YOLO, that sometimes that's the excuse people use to do something crazy adventurous. Like, oh, I, you know, why not? I'm going to do it, either YOLO or Scarpe Diem. So choose one YOLO adventure you'd like to go on. Here's Ooh. your three choices. You've got skydiving, bull riding, mm. or white water, water rafting. Skydiving, bull riding, whitewater rafting. Which YOLO adventure would you like to go on? That's okay. a good one. Let's go around the horn. Got to do it quick. Super die. Which one? Skydiving. Skydiving. Oh, yeah. But with while riding a bull? Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Go yes. skydiving with the bull. And then land in a raft. raft. <laughs> a with a little bit of B and add some C for good measure. There you yeah. go. That's good. Problem? Carl. You in skydiving. Woo. See? He went Rocky Mountain climbing. 2.7 seconds. On a bull named Fu Manchu. Oh, wait, what? It's a song. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan? Uh, I would say skydiving as well. Really? Yeah, I would. Wow, I, three. Okay. Yeah. Jump out of a perfectly good plane. Wait, Carl, I you, see the are you going with skydiving? Yeah. No. Oh, I thought, okay. There's no way. I do. I my, say, order, my order is whitewater rafting because that's just fun. And I've been in it. And been in crazy rapids before, uh, but then bull bull riding. For I sure. feel like you got a better chance of dying from the bull than you do from the from the skydiving. If you fall off and he tromps on you, well, you yeah, but you're always gonna fall. You don't just get off of the bull. Every person falls off. Wait, you know what? You're right about that. Turn. I've never <laughs> seen a person like just kind of like. Yeah. Okay, I think we're done now here. Wait a minute, I know. Like you it's don't... a pony at the at the shopping mall that you put a quarter in. Yeah, you don't climb off of the My bull. My time is up. He uh, always gets you off. I rode one of those recently. We were out at a... Uh, at a shopping mall? No, it, there was this great little coin-operated buck and bronco at a, uh, <laughs> in a restaurant in Athens, Georgia. Like and, an adult-sized one? And my, my uh, son-in-law's mom and dad were there and everyone, and 
Just plugged a nickel in that sucker and went riding. <laughs> Did you really? Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't deny it. I think I could see it. Oh, That's I hilarious. I think there might be pictures. Oh, it was so much fun. <laughs> oh, I threw my back out. I think oh, really going for it. That's not good. No, nah, it was okay. a grocery store model, but they had all kinds of stuff. They had pinball machines in this restaurant. They had a little ride the pony right there. It was oh, good. Oh, it was oh, good. Oh, Allie, 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 which yeah. would you do? What one do you think that I would do? I think you would None. do, well, first off, not whitewater rafting, no way. That's true. Not bull riding. It's got to be skydiving. It's got to be skydiving. No, I'm going to pick whitewater rafting. Really? Number really? One. Yeah. I thought water wasn't your thing. Um, none of these would really be my thing, but if we're thinking <laughs> adventure, I'm going whitewater rafting. All right. And, YOLO. And then bull riding and then skydiving. Wow. So what do you say, Boom Crew? Come on, light it up. We want to know what you'd say. Come on. You pick one, grab it, 312-274-9624. And then we're going to answer the question, is it really YOLO? Is it? Let me give you those choices. Weigh in by text. Are you picking your YOLO adventure, skydiving, bull riding, or white water rafting? What's the Boom Crew up for? You tell us, 312-274-9624. Just text in your answer. I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 seconds. Fubanchu! Because you are right there. Twenty years old, you know that. We had a we had a phenomenal worship band up in Alaska. Great band, and they covered that song. They almost played it better Mm. than those guys. I mean, they were just amazing. (laughs) Is that Tim? Yeah, Tim McGraw. Tim Tim McGraw. Uh, Amazing song, actually. I love some country music. Really tells a great story, Mm -hmm. and that one does. It does. I mean, it's just great. I mean, that the rest of that story is pretty amazing. Um, you have the lyrics up there. I can't. I, I do. Can pull. Oh, you got them. Read do. them out, Super Die. Um, this is good. From the very beginning, just yeah. go read through it. Yeah, read um, through it. He said, "I was in my early forties when a lot of life before me. When a moment came that stopped me on a dime, I spent most of the next days looking at the X-rays and talking about the options and talking about sweet time. I asked him when I sank in that this might really be the real end. How it hits you when you get that kind of news, man. What do you do?" And then the second verse, and he said, I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a bull named Furni- Fu, Manchu. Fu Manchu. And I loved deeper. I spoke sweeter. I gave forgiveness I had been denying. And he said, someday I hope you get the chance to live like you were dying. Interesting. Yeah. It's really interesting. Um, there's no one that can really live like we're dying like those who are never going to die. I mean, because we've got this motivation for eternity that is enormous. Run in such a way as to win the prize. What do you got? Second verse. I never caught the second verse. I was always focused so much on the first verse. Yeah. It says, I was finally the husband most of the time that I wasn't. Yeah. I became a friend that a friend would want to have. All of a sudden, going fishing wasn't such an impossible. I went three times that year. I lost my dad. I finally read the good book, and I took a long, hard look what I could do if I could do it all again. Interesting. It's really a, it's really a good <laughs> That's song. That's a very, very thought-provoking song. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. 
Might have to play that whole thing coming up here sometime today. I wouldn't be, mind it. It's a good one. It's a really good one. So let me just, man, guys, Boom Crew, I need you to hear me. Maybe you're just tuning in here, and I don't know what God is up to here in the last few Fridays. But I got to tell you, you got to take a long look at what's going on with your life. We don't know what we have for time. Where we've been camped out the last couple of weeks is Matthew 24. Two men walking down, let's put it in the modern day vernacular, two men walking down a street, chatting it up, one gone, the other one left behind. Two women out working, just trying to make a living, one gone, the other one left behind. And Jesus says it'll be like in the days of Noah, where people are eating and drinking and just going about their life and they're swept away. Now, our God is extending mercy to you today. The reason you're alive, the reason your heart's beating is that God is extending mercy right now to you. But this is what we find in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 27. Listen to this. It is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. So Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. He's not going to be dealing with sin because it's been dealt with. The blood was spilled. Almost every culture in the history of man, in fact, I, I would venture to say it's true of any kind of culture, there is a knowledge that there has to be a sacrifice that's made. Right. I mean, think about it. Uh, Greek mythology, the list goes on and on. I don't care what it is. I've got a friend that was uh, way up in, uh, oh, what was the province of China? Got a buddy of mine that was way up in uh, uh, just some highlands of China where they weave together amazing rugs where they've got these yaks, those crazy things. Yeah. And um, and he said it was so bizarre. Here's people in the remote reaches of China barely ever heard yet the message of Jesus Christ. But they know a sacrifice has to be made. Interesting. And they're trying to make their way in a way that's going to please the gods. Well, Jesus paid the price for you, friend. But when he comes back, He's not going to be dealing with sin because it's been dealt with. He's going to be wielding a sword of judgment. Not in an unrighteous way, but in a righteous way. Because our God is totally righteous. But he's given us a chance. See, we were born with our backs to God. And while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, here's what's awesome about this morning. We have the opportunity, the four of us, to sit here and tell you right now, God has set us free from religious spirits, from pretending, from heartache, from rage. I'm going all around the horn here, right, guys? Absolutely. Right? 100%. All of us were in, captured in there somewhere. You got it. From substance abuse, from religious pretending, all these things God set us free from. And here's what I'm going to tell you today. If you have never surrendered your life to Jesus today, you're finding something to stave off that need that a sacrifice needs to be made. But it was made. 
His name is Jesus. He died for you. He died for you, and you don't need to mask pain. You don't need to pretend. You don't need to ingest. You don't need none of that needs to happen any longer. And I'm going to read this to you again here because this is this is amazing. Verse 27, and just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, that's you if you'll let him, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. So let me put it to you simply. Are you eagerly waiting for him? Now, here's a weird thing. Before I was saved, I was freaked out that he was coming again. Wasn't eagerly waiting. Mm. I was scared to death. Remember that story I tell about coming back from the oil (laughs) fields and I'm like, I can't find any saved folks around. I'm starting to do, you know, ring a saint. Ding. (laughs) Make sure the rapture No saint there. Ring another saint. (laughs) Ding. Nope. Not there. Then I call down to Youth for Christ's office, see if a guy's in. Because I didn't trust the receptionist might know Jesus. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know you. Hey, it's great oh. that you're answering the phone there, young lady. But however, I need to know if another guy's in. <laughs> and when she said he's in, I'm like, thank you. Oh, you don't need an appointment with him? Nope. All good. Appointment's taken care of. I can go out partying now. That's so funny. But there will come a time when the partying's over and the Lord will come back. And I, and I need to know, do you eagerly wait for him or are you busy trying to fill that void? And it's just that simple, man. And I'm just going to lay it out here for you. God so loved the world that he sent his one and only son that whoever, that includes you, will believe in him. You will not perish but have everlasting life. And better than that, you will eagerly wait for his return. And you will YOLO. Yeah. There's not just one life to live, but the life you live will be spent in a redemptive manner more than you could have ever imagined. Relative to the life that Jesus wants to give you, you're like the cat hanging on to the picking countertop, man. You're just hanging on. And you, you, need, to, you need to deal with this. You need to deal with this today. Don't wait. And here's how you deal with it. You got to come to grips with the fact that you have a mess of a life and you need a savior and his name is Jesus. I had to do that. I don't, I don't share this enough. And you might say you've shared it a lot. Well, I don't share it enough. Jesus set me free from me. More than, yeah, I was snorting snorting cocaine like a wild man, and I was out of control. But Jesus set me free from me. And God wants to set you free from you today. If you'll believe in him, you will not perish. You will have everlasting life. And better than that, according to Hebrews 9, you're going to eagerly await the coming of Christ eagerly await the coming of Christ. There was a time I was freaked out. He might be coming back, and that might be you, but that doesn't have to be you any longer today. And so I'm just asking you, are you ready to acknowledge you've got sin and the sacrifice was made? His name is Jesus. You don't need to just crucify him anew. He's died for you. 
And when he comes back, he's not going to be dealing with sin anymore. He's going to be finding out who believed in him and who didn't. And if you didn't believe in him and surrender your life to him, you will spend eternity separated from him. And this is the only life you have to live. I know that sounds heavy, but it's the gospel truth, guys. We can't water it down, right? Right. I mean, the word of God is definitive on this. Definitive. So you say right now, I know you're saying it right now. You're saying, all right, Carl, is, is fear a proper motivation? Yeah. It, you, know, you know what's really weird about this? The prospect of spending eternity separated from the one who loves you, the fear of that is a proper motivation to get squared with God today, and he will pour his life into you, and then you'll begin to live like you never could before, and you're going to go, oh, my goodness. Look at what I've been missing my whole life. So just pray with me. Jesus, please forgive me for my sin. Just tell him that right now. And I say this a lot, but I'm going to say it to you right now. If you need to say to God, God, I've tried to live a pretty good life. or I've tried to measure myself out to make sure I'm going to be okay with you. But today, I want to acknowledge that you died for my sins and that I needed it. I was desperate for it. And I've not been eagerly awaiting you coming. But today, I'm asking you, come in. Take me over. I believe you died for me. And I want to say right now, tell him this. I need you. I need you. Just tell him that. I'm asking you right now by faith and belief in Jesus Christ to give all that you are to Jesus today, every bit of you, every bit. Come on, man. Everything that you are, everything that you've dreamed you could be, I'm asking you to give all your dreams and all the imaginations you've had and give it all over to God and say, you take my life, you make it into what you want it to be. God, I thank you that you're calling someone here right now, this person we're talking to, right out of darkness and right into the light. And what they used to fear or didn't really want to talk about a lot, right now there's a hope that one day you are coming back and you're going to take them with them. And God, how much I thank you for the mystery of your Holy Spirit that blows into our lives and convinces us We need Jesus. Thank you. You know, if that's you and you've just right now in this moment been just doing biz with God and you're giving it up to Jesus, I'm asking you to do something really bold. I'm asking you to get to the side of the road, get somewhere right now, right now, and text a very important word to us here. We got something that's going to help you. Just text the word welcome to 312 274 9624. We're going to send you a link that's going to give you some next steps. Text welcome to 312 274 9624. 
Just a moment here. I'll shout out the last four numbers of your telephone number. Just And it's so cool because here's what this does. It's like you connect with us and you're going, oh, my goodness. God knows, and I feel it, but someone else on earth knows, and now I know it. Text the word welcome as soon as you can. Just giving your life to Jesus. Come on. Here we go. Just text the word welcome to 312-274-9624. Your shot of hope to make it through the day. It's Carl and Crew Mornings. Okay, Allie's got a really important question here for you. Kinda, this is serious. And it comes out of this song that we that we played, or a little bit of it. It's by Tim McGraw. I yeah. agree. The t- that Tim McGraw? Yes, country music singer Tim McGraw. But he wrestles with some questions that I think are good for all of us to wrestle with. Yeah, and uh, take a listen to this. And uh, Have we got the question right now, or are we going to hang on let's to hang it? On to it. Okay, let's hang on to it. Let's listen take, to this take first. A, take a listen to this. We're going to play the whole song right now. I was in my early 40s with a lot of life before me when a moment came that stopped me on a dime. I spent most of the next days looking at the x-rays, talking about the options and talking about sweet time. I asked him when it sank in that this might really be the real end. How's it hit you when you get that kind of news? Man, what you do? And he said, I went skydiving. I went Rocky Mountain climbing. I went 2.7 seconds on a full name And he said, someday I hope you get the chance to live like you were dying. He said, I was finally the husband, but most of the time I wasn't. And I became a friend a friend would like to have And all of a sudden going fishing Wasn't such an imposition And I went three times that year I lost my dad Well, I, I finally read the good book And I took a good long hard look At what I'd do if I could do it all again I went skydiving, I went Rocky Mountain climbing, I went 2.7 seconds on a full name from Manchin. And I looked deeper and I spoke sweeter and I gave forgiveness I've been denying. And he said, someday I hope you get the chance 
Live Like You're Dying, great song, actually, man. Uh, we have, we had a band in Alaska that covered that song for a series that we were talking about that was called Live Like You're Dying. And, you know, I got to tell you, this, <laughs> I, I, first off, I love that write, writing. It's just so honest, mm-hmm. man. And uh, it really plums the depths of things that we don't often talk about in this world today, and that is, how are we doing? Are we, how are we living? And we got a question for you because some of you have come into a a dynamic, freeing relationship with Jesus and you're living like never before, but it wasn't always that way, was it, Allie? Yeah. So we want to, he asked a question in that song, what what did you do with it? So you got a chance, something jolted you out of uh, being asleep. Maybe it was a diagnosis. Maybe it was uh, the fear that all of a sudden you were going to die. Maybe it was the loss of someone that you love, but something jolted you awake and caused you to live differently. Tell us about it. 312-274-9624. What was it that got your attention and what did you do about it? 312-274-9624. This is a great question because we've all got stories about yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, have you ever had something like rattle you and it's like, man, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm going to be different sometimes. That long tail isn't as long right. as we would like. Sometimes it lasts a short amount of time, and then we can slip right back into living day to day, not really thinking much about eternity or about God or about anything else. But every once in a while, you, something gets peeled back, and your eyes become very clear. What did you do with it? You saw life differently. 312-274-9624. You know, it, what's dawning on me here, Allie, is that Maybe today is a day when you can reconnect with that thing that happened. Maybe. And you can say, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start living like I'm, like I'm dying only. I will re- be rescued at that day by Jesus Christ. Hang on. Taking your stories. You taking phone calls? Yeah, phone, calls, phone calls, please, on this one. We'd love to hear you. It's Freedom Friday. We've got phone lines open. What was it that got your attention and caused you to live differently? 312-274-9624. Got to go into work? Don't worry. Check out the Carl and Crew Showcast wherever you like to stream. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Thanks for being with us here on this Freedom Friday. I want to invite you in to something really special. We are building an army of prayer yes. warriors. Our yes. prayer crew who've been so faithful to pray with us as we move into share, which is just a week and a half away. We're a listener-supported station, so we invite you to partner in. If you believe in the mission of helping people take their next step with Jesus, there's a couple ways you partner with us. You partner with us financially, but you also partner with us in prayer. If you're willing to formalize that a 
little bit and grab a 30-minute slot and say, yeah, I'll pray for this 30 minutes along with nine or 10 other people in the Boom Crew who are going to be praying in their cars or their homes. If you're willing to join us, just text the word CREW to 312-274-9624, C-R-E-W, to 312-274-9624. There's things that come along in life that really rattle you and get you thinking about your life today and even eternity. I think one of the things that first rattled me, you know, when you're, <laughs> when you're living life, you're just going along and then all of a sudden, boom, something will hit you out of the blue. Yeah. And I got a phone call. It's in Prudhoe Bay, Alaska, working at uh, British Petroleum. And I got called in off of a job and I'm like, what in the cat hair is going on? I knew I wasn't going to get canned. I was one of their hardest workers, but I'm like, what is going on? And I uh, get on the phone, and it's, it's my mom. She said, listen, doctor's saying you got to get down here. Well, down here is a three-and-a-half-hour flight on a 737 mm. from Prudhoe Bay to Anchorage. Said, uh, your dad may not make it. Well, dad made it, but you know what? That was a long flight for a young man. I could man. only imagine. Yeah. I, I was young. I wasn't following Jesus. So I had so much going through my head. Yeah, I'm sure. And, you know, that had a long tail for me. It caused me to think about some things that were really serious. I think I did a little less cocaine for a few months. Mm. I know that may sound silly to you, but it's really true. Yeah. Uh, because it rattled me, rattled my cage. I didn't drink as many Heinekens, didn't pound as many back. But boy, did God get my attention. Um, did it fully get my attention unto salvation? Not that day, but soon thereafter. But sometimes these things come along, don't they, Allie? And they grab us by the throat. So what was it that grabbed you? It got your attention, caused you to see life differently, live life differently. 312-274-9624. Hey, Tom, first time caller from Chicago. Thanks for joining us this morning. Uh, tell us, what, what was it that got your attention and what changed in you? Um, well, in 2013, my mom was diagnosed with a debilitating disease that they don't know a lot about called MSA, which is multiple system atrophy and she was a woman that you know drug us to church her whole lives uh single-handedly pretty much raised us even though i did have a daddy was career navy and so we moved all over the country i think we moved like nine times by thomas in sixth grade well anyway she got this this disease and within a year she was she was taken and she was the type of person that would run on a treadmill every day manage her pro shop and all that and was super healthy so i was just remember being in my garage, super angry with God. Like this was a person in my life, the closest person I knew to a saint, you know, why yeah. would he take her? And uh, from scripture, I heard, you know, where, where she is, there is no more pain and suffering. Wow. And that he, he wanted me to follow him. And right there, I started following him with everything that I have. Turned my life over to the Lord. Uh, Tom, right to there. Tom, what a legacy your mama has, huh, dude? Huh? Yeah. Look at that. Her boy is following Jesus. Doesn't get any yeah. better than that, Tom. You know, your mom's in the cloud of witnesses. And yeah. One day you're going to be reunited with her. And wow, that's going to be a party, isn't it, Tom? Oh, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I love you, man. Thanks for calling in, bro. Tom, first time caller from Chicago. Sweet thing, man. man. What is it that grabbed you by the throat? It's like, man, don't even have words to say. You ever get that catch in your throat with something that hits you out of the blue and it's like, whoa, I got no words. I got nothing here. 
but God's really working in your life. We want to hear that story. Give us a call right now. 312-274-9624. We've got 10 phone lines open for your story this morning. What was it that grabbed you by the throat, got your attention, caused you to see life differently? 312-274-9624. New to the show? Stick around for a while. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Calls coming in, Christy in Chicago, something reached up and grabbed you and made you realize, wow, life is short here. What do you say, Christy? Well, I really could relate with the Tim McGraw song you just played or a lot of what you were talking about this morning, really. Um, I'm a mom of four. I have two adult children and and a teenage daughter and then a a nine-year-old daughter. And the youngest, the nine-year-old, when she was born, we were told that she had a life-threatening disease called cystic fibrosis. Mm. We were given life expectancy of of mid thirties, um, and that would be kind of pushing it. You know, that would be a good scenario. Um, the devastation was so tremendous and heavy. It was really very, very dark time um, to the point where I just thought I could barely function. Looking at this beautiful, perfect little baby and thinking her days were so numbered, and what possibly good could come from this? Mm. What the God God just couldn't have a reason or purpose to put this child in this world with a condition that would cause her pain or suffering and, and then to just take her out before she's had the ability to live a full life. Um, but in the meantime, God's shown me so much and he's developed me into a mother and a wife that I could not be without that diagnosis. Oh, bless your heart, and Christy. That, um, he's developed in our family, um, an understanding of how precious and valuable each day is. But Mm. not only that, an an understanding of how important it is to embrace these things. These are part of the journey and, and learn from them that this isn't for just no reason. There's definite purpose here. And we're continue to find ways that, that this is serving us actually in our life and in our walk out of something so it seemed to be so tragic. I knew what he's doing and he does not make mistakes. Yeah. You know, this is not some accident that happens. This is very intentional. And I can see that in different things throughout the last nine years. And even though we were given all those statistics at the beginning, things have changed. And in just nine years, she's, she's went from declining to actually thriving in her life expectancy because of certain medications and treatments that are, kind of late breaking and new now she's expected to live a a longer fuller life and yet I don't I would not take back those years that we've spent feeling and thinking that hey these days are numbered and 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 this is tragic because they did serve a great purpose and I I do relate with people that are given uh, terminal diagnoses and and things that seem so hopeless um, because we were we were there, we were and we there. still struggle yeah. with those possibilities. Yeah. But I would just like yeah. to encourage others to understand that, to try to embrace those critical, trying, devastating moments and find the purpose yeah. in it, because it is there. It's for there. sure. Christy, I want you to do something for us this morning. I want you to give that girl a hug, and you just let her, you don't even have to tell her. Give her a hug, and just knowing that um, her life has encouraged ours. And that's a that's a powerful thing, Christy. Thank you so much for calling in. Life's short, Allie. Man, man. Life is short. 
Coming up here in a couple of minutes, we got to hit one, guys. It's really important. You know, you got an appointment. I need you to hear me. You've got an appointment with God. We all do. And I don't know when it's coming your way, but I want you to be ready. And on this Freedom Friday, I'm telling you, you can be ready like you've never been ready before. That's the hope that we have, and we can't wait to tell you about it. That's coming up. Whether it's number one or 100, take that step with Jesus today. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Yeah, getting a lot of getting a lot of text messages in here, guys, and uh, looking forward to getting your phone calls as well. When did God get a hold of you? And it's like, whoa, man, started having me thinking about this life that I'm living. And it comes, I mean, how's this, how's this work for you? You remember a time, Allie? I mean, I can think of a a couple different times that kind of grabbed my attention. And one of them is going to sound maybe sort of frivolous, but I, I remember when... Not uh, frivolous to you. I remember when Kobe Bryant died. Hmm, that's not yeah. frivolous. And, a, and, a, and, a, and I think it captured me because obviously I'm in the basketball world. Uh, my husband had played professional basketball for a lot of years, coaches in professional sports. And, you know, he was this Kobe Bryant, even though he was this big time basketball guy he was a dad taking his daughter to a sporting event on the weekend Hmm. which is what I do and my husband does every weekend and so there was something that was he was so human yeah you know and I remember just sitting there and thinking about his family and thinking about the brevity of life and, and sitting in this blue chair in the corner of my of my bedroom thinking man life is really really short and just wrestling with that and praying and it really grabbed me. Yeah, that's a powerful thing, Allie. Yeah, that Kobe Bryant thing. I mean, it, because you see a guy like that, and it's like the, these guys become bigger than life. Yeah. And it's like, what? They're gone yeah. that quickly. And life is so short. You know, I was, I, was, uh, I couldn't uh, sleep last night, so I've been up since way early. Oh, no. uh, but it's, it's okay. The Lord, uh, I'm convinced that the Lord wanted my heart to be tenderized this morning. And Amen. you know that sometimes God will do that. Yes. yes. He'll yes, do he things like steal a few hours from you just mm-hmm. to make sure you get your heart in the right place, maybe for a morning show, and that's okay. Yeah. Uh, but I got to tell you, man, it's, um, it's an interesting thing because we can go through life and we think we're measuring things out well, and then whammo, yeah. something will hit you, and it's like, oh, my goodness. And, uh, you know, when my bride and some of you in the boom crew know that my bride, <laughs> Hallie hit this right yesterday with me, we we're talking about this, just, I, we don't talk about it very often at all, but we had a rough year a couple of years ago and, um, my bride was diagnosed with, with cancer and man, I'll tell you what, that dropped me in my tracks. Mm-hmm. I, I, we were out on a date guys. And she'd gone in for a routine CT scan, and we get a call from a doctor. We're out on a date. We'd just gone to a flick, went to a restaurant. We're sitting down there beside one another on the bench at a nice restaurant, and she gets a call. She goes, it's my doctor. She answers it, and the doctor had said, could you go to a quiet place? And she heads out and says, I'll be right back. My appetite was gone. Oh, man. Yeah. And I'm sitting there just cold. And then she comes back. She says, 
my bride's got she's got such a great demeanor when she comes back to the table and she goes, Bub, doctor would like to talk to you as well. So I grab her phone, I go out to the lobby, and I get the word, and I'm like, shoot, got to be kidding me, man. We're just going on about our life here, God. What's mm-hmm. going on? How God has been glorified through that in a big, big way, and God miraculously, and it doesn't happen like this for everyone. Some of you have lost loved ones after you've gotten a call like that, but I want you to know that God allowed that to this day to a, to impact my life. I, I definitely to this day value things a little bit more. It's funny, the older you get, the more bumps in the road you have, the more sobriety you can have about how short life really is. Yeah. And it's a good thing. Coming to you live from the Morningstar Mission Sponsored Studios, this is Carl and Crew Mornings on 90.1 FM Moody Radio. So I looked at my calendar. I got some important appointments here this weekend for sure. Got some important appointments. But uh, every once in a while, you have an appointment that shows up on your calendar, and it's like, uh, who put that one there? You ever seen that before? Um, sometimes my daughter will add things yeah. to my calendar. Okay. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I have an executive assistant. Her name's Lori, and all of a sudden now, uh, since she's running part of my calendar, I'm like, oh, wow. How'd that, what's, whoa, what's, hey, check that out. 1030 on Tuesday, I've got a meeting with who? Yeah, what's going on there? Listen. There is an appointment that we're all going to have, and you might not have it on your books yet, and I want to give it to you. It's right here in Hebrews 9, and this is important, man. I want you to know about this appointment that you've got. It is appointed for a man to die once. After that comes judgment. So Christ having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin. Why? Parenthetical comment here. Because that's been dealt with. But to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. Ooh, this is, this is a powerful passage out of Hebrews 9. Here's what's going on, Boom Crew, and I want to I give it to you just as straight and honest as I can this morning. And I need you to hear my heart here for just a moment. Let me riff here for a moment. This is important for you to know that one of the greatest distinguishing factors of having authentic faith with Jesus Christ is there is an eager awaiting of the coming of Christ. Reminds me of a funny story. Oh, goodness sakes. This one's coming out of the blue here, guys. All right. So I'm getting on a plane in Anchorage, Alaska. And I'm finding my way to my seat, and as I'm walking on, a woman is standing on the plane, and she jumps up, and she says, Pastor Carl, I am so glad you're on this plane. I can't stand flying, and you're on this plane. I'm just thrilled. And the only thing that came to my mind was I said, that's funny that you say that. Because I've been having a rough week, and I've just been ready for the Lord to take us home. <laughs> did and, you say that? She, yeah, I did. Oh, I said that. Wow. And then I said, I'm oh, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Everything's good. This plane's fine. We were flying to Seattle. That's really funny. You know, she just was dying, man. And then she laughed with me a little bit. <laughs> but I, I got to tell you, I, I, I want you to know something. 
prior to February 11th of 1984, when I was a Coke snorting, Crown Royal drinking crazy man and lost as could be, I had no desire for the Lord to come back. As a matter of fact, I was freaked out on a couple of occasions thinking that he had and that I was left behind. It's a real fear. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Absolutely. Being raised in church, I'd heard all this. But here's what I need you to know. You have an appointment. I have an appointment. Allie has an appointment. Because we are going to die once, according to the author of Hebrews. Now, what's implied here is that we don't have to die. Because Jesus is coming back. And at an appointed time, he's going to come back. And he's coming back to exercise judgment. What's that judgment going to be? See, right now he's exercising mercy. God, a lot of people say, oh, God's judged the world. No, he hasn't. When he judges the world, you're going to know it, baby. God hasn't judged this world. When he comes back and he brings judgment, though, there's going to be this why in the road. And I want you to go with God into eternity not to be separated from him. For the last few Freedom Fridays, we've been on this, and I, God's orchestrated this. But in Matthew 24, a couple of weeks ago, we were just tackling this one, and that is Jesus said, when he comes back on the day of judgment, like we find here in Hebrews 9, in Matthew 24, he says it's going to be like two guys walking down the street. One, whoop, gone. The other one left behind. He says it's like in the days of Noah. The waters came, whoop, they were swept away. And some were saved. He goes on to say there's two women that are going to be grinding at a mill, and one's whoom, gone, and the other one's left behind. And here is the reality. If you don't have a sense in which you eagerly await the coming of the Lord, you probably do not know him. Because to have been radically saved by Jesus Christ, which is the only kind of salvation at all, is radical is to know that we are totally secure in his arms, and when life gets tough, we know one day we have an appointment with God, and we're going to go with him. And you might say right now, Carl, I don't know that I'm going to make it through that appointment. You can know. God so loved the world that he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for us, that whoever believes in him, that means you will not perish but will have eternal life. Your appointment will go well. We all have this appointment. It's coming. Yeah. And I want it to go well with you. And you might say, well, Carl, is it okay motivation if I don't want to be left behind? Yes. And then if by faith you're willing to really embrace the tough stuff, you won't be. What's the tough stuff? Are you ready to believe that Jesus came and died for your sins and that by receiving the gift of his life, for yours, you will have eternal life. Now, what's this mean? It means that you've got to come to the point where you say, man, I got no answers here and I need a savior. And I know I was born with my back to God. I've been trying to turn around in my own strength for forever. And only God can turn you around. Only Jesus can save your life. And I'm just going to listen to the Lord here for a second because I want to make sure I capture this rightly. Please don't let pride hold you back from being ready for your appointment with God. Please don't let that happen. But if today, 
for the first time in your life, you're ready to surrender everything you are to Jesus and accept the sacrifice that Jesus paid for you on the cross, you will be born again. And when you are born again, you are fit for the appointment when Jesus will come back to judge the world. How sweet is this? Just played a song. How sweet it is to trust in you, Jesus. Some of you don't know what it is. You know, you know the, you've, you've been nibbling around the edges. You've had some sweet moments, maybe in a worship service or even thinking about God. But I'm telling you how sweet it is to trust in Jesus. And I'm asking you to trust in Jesus today for your life today and tomorrow. Will you do it? Just pray with me, Jesus, I believe that you died for me and I'm willing to admit it. Pride's not holding me back another day. I'm coming in. I'm asking you to fill me up. Just tell him that. I believe and I'm willing to admit. Shine the pride. I'm willing to say it. I've been far from you. But I want to be with you. Thank you for dying for me. Thank you for being alive. Thank you that there's winds of your spirit blowing right now into my heart. Just tell them that in your own words. Just tell them that. Pour it out. And Father, I thank you that you are calling people out of darkness into life, getting them ready for the ultimate appointment that we all have. Thank you. Thank you for working in this person. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We want to help you. Allie, every person right now giving their life to Christ, we want to help them. So if that's you, just text the word welcome to 312-274-9624. We have a link we're going to send you that's going to give you some next steps. So just text the word welcome to 312-274-9624. Pretty sweet. Get to the side of the road, get somewhere. Pretty awesome. One day we're going to find out there were a bunch of people pulling to the side of the road on Freedom Fridays and other days of the week. Just get to the side of the road. Text the word welcome. You know what's happening right now? Load of bricks is getting offloaded off your shoulders. Your soul feels a sense of freedom like you've never had before. That is salvation. Amen. And he who began it, he's going to carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Just text the word welcome to 312 274 9624. We have so many of you that have been texting in today, just coming to Christ, and it's so sweet. 3939, awesome. And I just noticed some of you have been texting for a long time. Others of you never texted before, but today you're getting squared for that day, that appointment that you're going to have with God, and I thank God for you. Your spiritual pit stop to keep you going in the race. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. We need some NASCAR music below that right there. Okay. Do you want me to just go like... Yeah, right. mm. yeah you can yeah. improv. That's good. Okay. You know what keeps you going in the race? Prayer. Boy, it does. 
very literally. We're asking you to join our prayer crew if you're new around here. We're a listener-supported station, so a couple times a year we do this big thing that's called Share, where we have programming sounds a little different for a couple days. We have a big party. We talk about what God's doing through Moody Radio, through your generosity. We invite you to partner with us financially, but even ahead of that, we'd like for you to be willing to partner with us in prayer. What does this look like? Well, we've got 600 open slots. We want to get up to 10 of you praying for, for the whole duration of the time that we're on air for share. We have some extended hours. We start at five and go all the way till noon for a couple of days. So if you're willing to grab a 30 minute slot, you don't have to come here to downtown Chicago to our studio. You can pray in your car. You can pray in your home, wherever you happen to be. If you can grab 30 minutes and pray. We'll give you some prayer points. You'll be praying with other people who are doing the same thing in another part of the city or the state. If that's you, you're willing to join, text the word CREW to 312-274-9624, C-R-E-W to 312-274-9624. You only live once, Allie. YOLO. YOLO. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's, is it still being used a lot? See, I don't have social media feed. Isn't that weird that I don't get to see anyone's feed on Facebook or I anything it's, like I, that? I, mean, I think you see it. I think for, it's a younger generation thing. If you are over 25, you may have heard Carpe Diem. That might have been the thing for your generation. Oh, yeah, generation. that was the thing, man. That was a big one, yeah. Actually, Carpe Diem. I would say YOLO, YOLO originated, because I'm 27, I'd say it originated more when I was like freshman or sophomore okay. in high school. So maybe something else has even replaced it now. Yeah. This is a couple of years ago. Let me see if I can find one. If there is another one that's Yolo. commonly used in the same lane or is FOMO. Have you heard of FOMO? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Fear of missing right. out. That's a, that's a big one. And what do you think drives these sort of catchphrases? They capture similar ideas. What do you think is the heart behind FOMO, YOLO, Carpe Diem? We got a passion to live. Yeah. I mean, people have an inborn passion to live. Who doesn't? I don't know. I don't think anybody. A lot of people, I was uh, sharing with Allie that I got an email from someone at church. Uh, they don't go to our church. They're just, they are wrestling big time, even read portions of that to Allie. And it's like, oh my goodness, the pain there is so huge. But even this gentleman wants to live, Allie. Yeah. He wants to live. And when you get the sense that you're living less than what you could be, this and this happens all the time. Sometimes this is driven by, you know, young people look to see what's happening on Instagram or Facebook or Snapchat or however else they consume media. And there's this fear of missing out, this sense that other people are living a better life than me. Now, we know based on experience that that's not the case, that everybody's trying to put on a front to look like they're living their best life. But there's this sense I'm missing out. I'm living less than what I could be. And so what that drives people to in a worldly sense is, man, I need to have more fun. I need to try out a new hobby. What else? What are some other responses to FOMO or YOLO? Well, I I think I, the funny thing is Young Thunder nailed it, man. It's like you say, <laughs> you, you say YOLO right before you're about to what? And do something stupid. Yeah. 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 YOLO. And then, you know, or I'm going to make this huge, ridiculous purchase because YOLO. Or I'm going to go on this crazy trip because YOLO. 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 Exactly. Absolutely. But there's a better response. There is. And uh, we got a couple of those coming in. Forty nine, eighteen just gave their life to Christ. So did twenty three, thirty six. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the family. This is the way to live. Totally I, ready. I think that 
that we can use YOLO in a different way today. And it's that if without Jesus, YOLO, so you know, give your life to him, you only got one chance to come to him and you don't know when that chance is going to be up. Yeah, right on. Okay, um, here's one thing about YOLO and one of the motivations for it is we realize sometimes something just reaches up and just grabs us by the throat. I got a phone call 300 miles north of the Arctic Circle one day. I'm at British Petroleum Oil Field. I was out working on a metal building. Foreman comes out and says, hey, they need you back at the shop. I was a hard worker, so I knew I wasn't getting canned. But I thought, what in the world is going on? And he looked kind of, you know, when you got a boss. Yeah. You know, the the bosses in the oil fields weren't great communicators as is. Mm -hmm. So it was like, hey, uh, you got to take a. Take a truck back to the shop. I'm like, what? And I get back there and superintendent said, hey, we got your mom on the phone here. Mom said, you got to get down here. Dr. Senior dad might not make it. Well, dad made it. He's 95, so he's still making it. He's strong. But I got to tell you, man, that grabbed me by the throat. Sure. Life is short. Flying back to Anchorage. That was a long flight. Yeah. Late riser? No problem. Hear what you missed with the Carlin Cruz Showcast. Find it wherever you like to stream. Oh, man, I'm dying to know this one. Super die, you got to put your headset back on. Sorry, did you know a little I, editing here in the Did you know I was going to go to you? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Change headphones. When did, when, did the, when did the Lord reach up and grab a hold of you by the throat and go, wow, life is short? You remember that time? It's, well, there's been many times. What, what ones, well, not many, but what ones on your heart? Probably the one, the most recent one was the recent death of my father, and I happened to find find that he had passed away via just scrolling the internet. Uh, as you could probably gather, our writing glean from the story that it's a very estranged relationship, mm-hmm. and basically from his end, not mine. And uh, again, finding out that he had passed away via the internet mm-hmm. and a story. Um, Mm. and his obituary was a little, none to say the jarring, uh, did it it make you cry? Not initially, actually. It was just kind of, it was more of a shock. It was, it was a numbing. It was, it was a shock. Um, obviously crying and everything came later, but it was a moment to where after I took time to process and to pray, um, I actually within five minutes grabbed my Bible and took off for the beach. I'm like, I'm going to be with God. I, I've got to be able to process this and process it well. Grabbed Immediately, your Bible and went to the beach. I, my, that's my place. <laughs> that's where I went because I needed to be with God immediately to make sure I was processing well and could have him speak into me as soon as possible. Wow. And, and he did. And I think what it really opened my eyes to was the fact that how much I was still holding on. And I didn't realize it. I really thought I had left. I mean, you never forget. You, you never wholly kind of leave past behind, per se. It's always going to be a part of you. But sure. it either drags you or propels you. And I hadn't realized how much of it, it was still dragging me. Hmm. But now that he was gone, that's it. There's no more what if. Are we going to reconcile? Are we going to get together? Is he going to be saved? Blah, blah, blah. I mean, the questions and the questions and the questions and the questions. And you know what? He's dead. There aren't any more ifs. It's done. It's done. Boy, your dad missed out on a good girl. Man. Yeah, he really did. Boy, your dad missed out on a good girl. 
No, I need you to hear me. Your dad well, missed out that. on a good girl. I appreciate that. Sometimes things hitch out of the blue. Super and I opened a paper. Her dad's gone. Grabbed a Bible, went to the beach. Something happened to you. What did it cause you to do? We're ready for your phone calls right now. 312-274-9624. I want to go home. Come on, Allie. All three of us did it. It's your turn. We'll do it with you. We'll do it with you. Do it. Here we go. Oh. Dogs, they had, you know, when you're training for the Iditarod, you got these dogs become your buddies <laughs> like you can't believe. I mean, it's just great. And they have different howls for everything under the sun. Oh. You pull a harness out in a dog lot, and <laughs> these guys go nuts. Oh, so I had great. some dogs that would it. just almost howl themselves hoarse, like, oh. take me, take me. <laughs> it's my turn. It's my turn to go. Uh, we're asking you when did uh, God jump up and grab a hold of your heart, and it's a it's an important topic here today because I got to tell you, man, sometimes God will get our attention in the craziest ways. Juan, first time caller in Kenosha, what do you say? Good to have you with us, Juan. What's your story, man? <laughs> first of all, good morning to everybody. Good morning to you, bro. I've been hearing radio station for a minute now, and it's very good. I love it, and uh, the first time that uh. God called my attention was that uh, I was, I've been using, uh, I mean, I used to use uh, heavy drugs since I was 16. And uh, one time I did, like a year ago on September 17, I, I had a heart attack. Wow. And when I was dying, uh, I seen a big light come from the sky and it was God in that, the, that light. And he gave me another chance to live. And since that moment on, I quit drugs, I quit smoking, I quit uh, uh, cigarettes, and I, I, I told God that I was gonna read the the Bible and follow Him, and so I, that's what I'm doing right now. It's, it's been a year that I quit everything, I'm going for two years now, and I'm very proud. My family is very proud, and it's, it feels great to be without it, you know? Yeah, Juan, way to go, my man. Yeah. First-time caller from Kenosha. Bro, more power to you. Way to go, my man. It's awesome. Yeah, that's that's just good news. That's just good news. Sometimes God gives us a second chance, you know? Yeah, yeah he does. 312-274-9624. Got a question for you. Yeah, what got your attention, grabbed you by the throat, and really caused you to live differently, to turn to God, to count your days, to count your blessings. What was it? 312-274-9624. Got a lot of calls coming in. We're going to go lightning round. Get them in here, guys. We're going to go as fast as we can. 312-274-9624. CC tears it up on this great song. Take a listen. Listen when you like with the Carlin Crew Showcast. Just text SHOW to 312-274-9624. Eddie, first-time caller in Chicago. How'd God get a hold of you, man? Uh, I um, I was 17, 18 years old, joined the military, and my folks, after 36 years, my father was a pastor. Uh, my dad left, my mom, mm. and uh, got a divorce. Mm. And I went into the military 
and went and did my own thing. I uh, I'm 26 years old. My mom, we're on our way to a family reunion in Alabama. My mom said, could we just stop by and, and hear Brother Johnny Pope preach? And it was on the way off of I-65 and one of them tent meetings, you know, out, out in the old Rush yeah. Harbor type <laughs> yeah. mentality. Yeah. And uh, I was 26 years. It's okay, man. I don't, I don't think about it often, you know. It's a long time ago. I'm 56 now. But I, um, we went by the, the old tent revival, and Dr. Johnny Pope preached a message entitled, he didn't know I was going to be there. I mean, he was a friend, but as a huge meeting, and th- preached a message entitled "Forgiving the Sins of Your Father." Oh man! And God got a hold of me that night, and I, uh, I broke, and I gave my life to God fully. I got saved when I was ten, but uh, gave my life back to God fully, and I'm about to celebrate my 28th year of pastoring. Uh, God's been that good to me, wow. and I just. Listen to you talk. The Huskies got me because I own a couple of Huskies. So that's, that's what I got. But I, <laughs> See the, the Husky uh, Allen got him. I listen to you all the time. <laughs> oh, I love you, Eddie. I listen to you all the time, but I'm just telling you, you, uh, you brought back a lot of great memories of how good God's been to me. Yeah. And that song was awesome, too. That's my favorite song you just played. Yeah, that's oh, beautiful. And sweet. CeCe, anyway, that's CeCe it. can tear it up. That, that's more than it, Eddie. First time caller in Chicago. Yeah, you keep man. preaching, man. You keep preaching, Eddie. Keep Eddie on the horn. I'm getting him a Carl and Coop prize pack. Will do. Preacher come in with a story like that. You kidding <laughs> there me? There you go. That's good there stuff. You go. Going from believers of Jesus to followers of Jesus. You're listening to Carl and Crew Mornings. Ah, oh, man. Sometimes I break radio rules. I'm about to break another one. What you doing? We're going to load CC again. I think that's pretty fair. I was thinking about that. We're going to load her again. This yeah, this young lady can flat sing this song. Oh, hello. Yeah, really <laughs> I love this song yeah, so much. So Ooh. much. All right, Sue, you get the final word today, sister. How'd God get a hold of you? Well, I love you guys. You have been a huge encouragement to me over probably the last five years. I've I've lost five family members, immediate family members in the last eight years. Oh my. And I've been a Christian for a long time. My mom passed away a year and a half about a year and four months ago final one. And I just have, since then, I want listeners to know that God, Jesus will never leave you or never forsake you. I've incorporated him more into my life than I ever have before. I mean, I think about him 24 seven. I um, don't just get up and read my Bible and journal and all that, but I mean, he is with me every single day. Yes. And I just, want people to know when you've gone through a hard time, don't give up because his presence will become more visible to you in nature, in people, in the world, in your spirit. And I have um, just grown closer to him through those losses and he just will never leave you or forsake you. And that to me has been life changing, even through the loss, because without the loss, I probably wouldn't yeah. be as close to the Lord. And yeah. I know he's my only security in this life. Isn't that great, though, Sue? And um, we'll always be there. So. Awesome. Sue from Wisconsin. Way to go, sister. Way to go. Boom Crew. Celebrate what God is doing in you. This is Carl and Crew Mornings.
Well, what a treat this morning. We've got a special guest. You may, maybe you don't know his name. I'm sure you know his music, Mike Weaver with us. He's the lead singer and founding member of the Christian band, Big Daddy Weave. We play a ton of their music. Mike, I'm going to ask you to take me all the way back to being a college student at the University of Mobile. Did you decide one day, I think I want to be a Christian musician? I think I want to tour the world and sing on stages, or did you have some other plan? I think we were way too scared to have any of those kind of ambitions, <laughs> and that is taking it a long way back. You know, it was like we'd seen a lot of our friends kind of quote unquote chase the dream and and starve, and we weren't big fans of starving, you know. <laughs> and so, but, but the Lord opened up a door for us to just lead worship on campus. And as we were leading worship as a group, just these group of friends, my little brother and then three other friends of ours, it was like doors just began to open. You know, it's like, as you know, University of Mobile has got lots of like ministry students like graduating and taking churches and internships and all kind of stuff. And so we get these invites to uh, the places where they were ministering, you know, and then it's like these circles just kind of kept growing until it became this full-time thing it, for 25 years now the, this fall will be 25 years wow we have felt like we were going to somehow be found out and like they were going to make us get a real job that's how it's felt this entire time <laughs> you know? it's like we're so grateful to get to be doing this after all this time man praise the lord wow uh, forgive me for the mispronunciation i said mobile you can probably tell oh, no not at all that i'm Every from the up north yes. mobile you have to be you have to be from mobile to know it's mobile you know what i mean that's it's just that's just how it is that's right a little grace there thank you no how do you approach you in the band uh, writing and music after so many years you You've had so many hits and many of them, as I'm just looking at the list, I'm like, oh, that's one of my favorites. Well, that is too. Uh, songs like My Story and Overwhelmed and Redeemed. What's been your mm-hmm. approach as a band to writing these songs that have become anthems for the church? Wow, man, that's so kind of you to say it like that. You know, I think to me, I've always said this, the best songs, it feels like they happen to you. You know, and so the ones where if you're the writer of the song, you're running for a pen and paper because you feel like you're catching something that's that's going on. That's it's just bigger than you are. But then there's also songs that you encounter that it just feels like, man, I just really can't wait to sing that songs like Lion and the Lamb who were written by Leland Mooring. When I heard that song for the first time, I'm like, my gosh, I just I, I want to sing that to God every night. I want to I want to make that proclamation every night. And so they come in all kinds of ways. But I feel like the, it's it's the ones that really resonate with where you live, you know, yeah. and the ones that do that. I feel like those are the ones that resonate with other people as well, because we're all in this together and we share this human common ground. You know, mm. so I love it. I love I love being part of songs and seeing how they're birthed. And then hearing the story of how God uses them, which only he can do. Like yeah. He does, you know? Yeah. This may feel like an unfair question, kind of like asking you for your favorite child. But do you have a favorite song? Do you have one that, <laughs> that you know, all my favorites? There are ones. Yeah, there are ones. I mean, the ones that I love on a nightly basis are whichever ones the folks are resonating with as well. Like, I mean, songs like Lion and the Lamb. There's another song we have called Overwhelmed, mm-hmm. and just the the bridge of that song, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. I'm just singing just to Jesus, and a lot of nights, that's my favorite part, is just forgetting that anybody else is out there, yeah. you know, and um, just having that moment. They, you know, it was born in my garage, 
And it kind of feels like I'm back there again when I get to sing that part. Yeah. Mike Weaver, uh, lead singer, founding member of Big Daddy Weave, our special guest this morning. Uh, Mike, it's been a difficult couple years for for your band. Mm -hmm. A lot of personal trial coming up. I want to I want to talk about your brother, Jay, and the legacy that he has left. I want to want you to share Mm -hmm. um, a little bit about him and what God has done in the band since his passing. That's coming up more with special guest Mike Weaver. Giving hope directly from the source. We're Carl and Crew Mornings. Mike Weaver, lead singer, founding member of the Christian band Big Daddy Weave, our special guest this morning. Uh, Mike, it's been a little bit over a year since your your brother Jay went on to be with the Lord. You know, I've I've read a little bit about what you've shared publicly in different publications, and and talk a little bit about that first concert that you you did after Jay's passing, and you you got back up on the stage. Your brother not there with you, but man. His influence and his legacy was already starting to be felt. Really, even to take it in, it, it's been the last five years, man. My dad, who was our hero, my, my brother Jay and I's hero in the Lord, which I know not everybody can say that. So we've always felt so blessed, man, to have him as a dad. Yeah. Um, he went to be with Jesus on Christmas morning of 2017 hmm. after a battle with pulmonary fibrosis. Uh, it, that was a it was a hard thing to see. Yeah, uh, the Lord was with us in those final moments with Him. Then, flash forward to 2021, man, our amazing mom, you know, went to be with Jesus after a battle with cancer, and then the year after that, we just thought we had so much more time with Jay. Jay had had such a huge health struggle at one point, even to save his life. The doctors had amputated both of his feet. We didn't know if he could come back from that. Man, he did, you know, and we just saw him ministering every night. We saw even from a wheelchair, even with prosthetic limbs, like him just praying over people and seeing God do the miraculous, even even miracles in their life that Jay kind of needed in his own life, you know, in his health. And um, we just thought that the Lord had seen him through so much. We just thought that we had longer with him. And so it was such a shock at the beginning of 2022 when he went to be with Jesus. Again, an awful, awful event. We're so aware of God's presence with us in the midst of it. But man, we're just dealing with such a deep pain, just a deep sense of loss. And then we were invited to go and to play at Rock the Universe, uh, Universal Studios. And that was like our first time back since he had passed. I didn't know what it was, was going to be like, you know. And yeah. it's freezing cold in Florida that night, which was <laughs> has never happened in, in in my life, you know. And standing up there with a bunch of people who were just loving on us and just a sense of of what Jay carried and him facing so many uphill battles in his health and him still having this incredible attitude and facing it with just a love for Jesus and for people. We just kind of felt like commissioned, kind of recommissioned in a way Mm. by his legacy, I feel like, you know, by what God had done through his life. And we felt like, man, if Jay could live in the way that he lived, you know, and, and face all the things that he faced, man, surely we can follow in that example. And we're just putting one foot in front of the other, like we kind of always have, man, following Jesus as he opens the doors for us to go and to share and to play and to just be real. We've always said in Big Daddy Week, you know, cool has never really been in our repertoire, <laughs> you know. Uh, but But when it hurts, we just share that it hurts. But we also share where we're finding Jesus in the middle of the hurt Mm -hmm. because he does not abandon us in our hurt. He didn't promise us a life without hurt. In fact, he said in this life, you will have trouble. And we have we've experienced some of the trouble. It comes in lots of different ways. 
uh, all of us have, man, gosh, and the things that we've been through over the last years in our life, right? And so, but the Lord is with us in the midst of it. And as we discover him and rediscover him every single day in the midst of whatever it is that we're going through, the good stuff and the bad stuff, man, we just find that he's faithful and we just want to share with others the faithfulness of God that we found in our own lives. Wow. Mike, what do you do, you know, for anybody who's experienced deep, profound loss and boy, you, you just back to back, what do you do on the days when it you don't even want to get out of bed or it feels like it's it's too much or the pain is too is too great what do you do in those moments i just i just let cry it all out you know and then it passes it comes in those waves you know and i I remember though and i and i want to encourage people because i last year i was just in such a you know even though i was aware that god was with me the entire time i was just in a dark place just in a just in a hurting place and Man, I, what happened, I was, it was one of my daily readings, though. I don't even remember the reference, but it was kind of, you know, they have the New Testament, you have the Old Testament reading every day. A reading in the Old Testament, and I just came across this line that said, you know, when they observe the time set aside for mourning, and it just, I stopped. I just tripped on that line. Mm. It's like, man, there's a time for this. This is the season that we were in last year was grieving and mourning. Jesus said, blessed are those who mourn because they'll be comforted, right? He's the one who's going to back up that promise to you, by the way. And so, man, we let it all out. And we did for a whole year, you know. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden this year as we were approaching tour, and I'm, I'm almost like braced for the hurt, you know, for because it could become kind of just a, uh, you know, what we've gone through in the last year. And all sure. of a sudden I just took a deep breath and I was like, man, I think we've turned some kind of corner. I feel like there is an end to the morning in the way that we do in the season when we first experience loss. Man, we're always going to miss Jay. We're always going to feel that sense of him not being here. But, man, right now, I feel like what I feel more now after going through that season of grief, after taking that time of mourning, is the fact that now there's new life and there still is so much purpose. And every breath that we take mm-hmm. in this life is a gift from God. And so we don't want to waste that. We want to find out what he wants with today. And that's what we want to be about. Wow. Great, great perspective. Mike Weaver, so honest through your music. 25 years you've been doing this. Happy, happy <laughs> anniversary, <laughs> I guess feels appropriate. It's coming up. It's coming up. That's right. It's coming that's up. Right. What are you looking forward to uh, in this coming year, Mike? Jeez, Jesus. I mean, that sounds like the Sunday school answer, but I'm telling you, I'm just experiencing like a personal revival right now after coming out of this. It feels better not to hurt the way that it has hurt for so long, you know? And so after this five years of like, I just think it's just going to hurt until Jesus comes back. It just feels like a perspective. I want to go be with other people who are hurting and just encourage them, just cry it out with them and then encourage them. Come on, you can go a little farther right now. Just you don't have to worry about the whole rest of the journey. Let's just take this next step together, you know, because God's the one getting us through all of this. And we've got so much to look forward to, not only in this life, but of course, because of heaven, man, heaven, the, our view of heaven, yeah. that perspective changes everything about our lives. And so we're excited to just live that out as we get to keep playing, as we keep being the guys that we are in our families, the blessing God's given us 
and just walking that out step by step every day. Love it. Mike Weaver. Mike, you know, I think you got a little bit of cool in you. I think your band has a little bit more cool than you might <laughs> than you might give yourselves uh, yeah, credit for. That's a, that's a sweet that's a sweet big free. <laughs> you can check them out at bigdaddyweave.com, bigdaddyweave.com. They do have a uh, upcoming show in Naperville, March 19th at Yellow Box Theater, a community Christian church. So go to bigdaddyweave.com. You can get the ticketing info. Mike, thanks for taking the time for us this morning. Hey, thanks so much for having me on, Allie. Bless you. Hey, this is Carl with Carl and Crew, and I'm so grateful that you listened to this showcast. Thank you mostly for being part of the Boom Crew. As we help you take your next step with Jesus, you're a huge encouragement to us. We'll be here again live every weekday morning from 5 to 9 a.m. Godspeed.